0: Last time on Colony Confidential.
1: I have these conversations and everyone says, Paul, you're a kook. Well, not everyone, but a lot of people say, hey, you're a kook. But I, I just look back in history. And when has this not occurred? Look at all the sovereign powers that have gone in and out over the years. The U.S. had a great reign of uh, 150 plus years. But the government's doing everything in, my, in their power to really screw this up, I believe.
0: Currently, the U.S. government is Blackberry. BlackBerry was amazing. Nobody could touch them. And they got so stuck on stupid. They never changed with the times and nobody uses them anymore.
1: Yeah, that's true. I've seen
0: one BlackBerry in the last two years. I love BlackBerry so much. We held on far too long. I did too. And now we have iPhones and the technology has come so far, but I would like in the US to a BlackBerry. We're not changing with the times. We're not adapting them. This whole bailout fucking situation on a regular basis is ridiculous.
1: You're right, Joe. I mean, like sales tax, especially in the state of New York, is something you can't mess around with. If you're not going to pay your <laughs> estimated IRS tax, it's a big deal. There's a penalty or whatever. But in New York with sales tax, that is a big deal. Yeah. And they make your life miserable. So that's one that gets paid first, right? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, but that was one thing that I did from the beginning, but I never thought of the profit. I just thought I got to keep this thing going till I get to a point where I could focus on finances.
1: The main ticker I've been playing is XLE, which is the energy ETF, exchange traded fund, XLE. That's a way to get exposure to oil, gases, and other energy type stocks in, in one ticker. I think that probably has some significant room to run it's selling off here over the last couple of days but i do think that xle is trading at 48 dollars a share now almost 49 i i think by the end of the year we're going to see xle above 75 or 80. that's what i personally think and by the way this is an investment advice to others this is just me talking about my own portfolio yeah,
0: shoot the breeze disclaimer to everybody listening Mr. and Mrs. America on all the
2: ships at sea at Sheehan for Colony Confidential. Here at season three for Colony
0: Confidential, three years now. What's up everybody, it's Joey Sauce, the boss, also known as The Brains. We're here, season three, getting it underway. We're always doing stuff differently, and today we're on the road, we're in an undisclosed location. We're always doing stuff differently. We're recording in the car. We're on our way to the Jets-Patriots' first home game of the season. Only we were caught en route. Don't hold being Jets uh, fans against us. We're New York fans, as you Yeah, so a lot going on. A lot has been going on. Thank you to everybody that's been following us uh, throughout the summer on our lives, summer school. I hope you all enjoyed it. And now, as Ed Sheehan would say... I got that quote from Bill Boyd.
2: <laughs> anyway, this is, I had a great weekend, uh, I was out at a Beatles concert. The Beatles are alive? A Beatles tribute band concert, oh, you know, always with the corrections. Anyway. I wasn't sure if you went to a Beatles concert in your mind, or you actually went. No, I got a shirt to prove it. Ooh. But anyway, it cool. reminded me of uh, younger years when you went to the drive-in movie, and you uh, had a couple in the trunk and another couple in the back seat uh, anyway you, you pull into this place and uh, they give you a spot and they give you a spot next to you so you can set up your table and your refreshments which I'm sure Joey's going to hear about that from Big Red White. No, he, the kitchen was in disarray when he got up in the morning so he figured I must have had a wild night it wasn't wild, it was good Anyway. Yeah, he, so he busts your chops, yeah. Oh man, yeah, yeah he comes Yeah, because it's goes, his turn, right? That must have been some man. Right. Well, Big Red is in my class now for um, home economics,
0: teach him how to clean stuff and don't leave stuff hanging around. So, everybody knows Big Red pulls us down in the DC Maryland, Virginia area, has truly been a soldier during COVID first hit last year, and we had people. Um, Resigning with no notice due to uh, the fear factor related with COVID. He came through, came up for two months while we retooled and got together and held us down. And now with the vaccine mandates and losing some technicians, he once again uh, volunteered to come through. You need people like that in your corner. So while he's here, as Ed said, he's also given him, uh, one might say, um, like, What's that class? Where you etiquette class, or what's the when people go to finishing school? What's that called?
2: I don't even know. There's one Mrs. Harper's School for Girls in Connecticut.
0: Basically, I Tom think. is an edgy in School of Hard Knocks.
2: Yeah, we got it going. I actually have a great time when he comes home. We fix a drink of Jameson's and <laughs> whatever he puts in his minus ginger ale. We sit out beyond watch the fish in the pond and talk about whatever comes to our mind. Anyway, after we got over to Rocky Road, it's been enjoyable after that. Yeah. So so after the Beatles, last night I was with the the Irish Fest in Rockaway, met a lot of friends, met Maureen from the last stop, Nancy Butler and her husband, and an old friend that I hadn't seen in a long time, Shane Kelly from Pest Patrol. One of our listeners had a nice talk with him. And now we're on our way to the Jet game. I'm looking forward to some fun. If you're out
0: there and you're religious, you should pray for the Jets because I don't know. Either way, listen, going to a football game, period, is always fun. I remember the first one I went to and I literally had chills. I was excited to take the kids for the first a couple of years ago and I definitely did it too soon. But now they re- now they truly enjoy it. There's a lot to do. We try and get one in once a year. But just getting back to we're recording in the car. Part of the reason behind that is is it's been so crazy, and we haven't necessarily been together and doing a zoom from the car while he's somewhere else is just not necessarily ideal. So today we're we're mixing a little business with pleasure. Yeah, this way when we're together we can smack each other and stuff. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and good news, the growth, we're back on a growth uh, trajectory, which is great. However, with the vaccine mandates being put down by our client, right? We talk about healthcare. care. We do a lot of health care. We are located in New York City. The healthcare mandates are pretty much nationwide. We do a lot of nursing homes, assisted living, elderly community stuff. And basically everything that's being mandated in the city of New York service and so back in August in the early first week of August we started receiving mandate letters from our clientele giving us a heads up and I would say by the end of August right before I went on vacation of course it, it became clear to us uh, at that time, I think 50% of our clientele were already telling us mandates going into place 927. So we sat down with Insperity, with their HR team, our dedicated HR team for the company. We just went back and forth trying to figure out how not to, how to not do a mandate. We started encouraging the entire team to get vaccinated. We explained that they would begin to lose hours due to uh, the mandates around their route. It was a logistical nightmare. So I would say... In early August, we had about 60% of the company unvaccinated. And if you wanted to go to technicians, I would say 75% unvaccinated, which was a serious problem because obviously the support staff in the office is not going out and doing service. You had all the management vaccinated, you had 90% of a support staff in the office vaccinated, and then you had out of however many techs, 75% not. The logistical nightmare of trying to trying to route everything was nuts and it's not fair to the vaccinated technicians to make them do 10-hour days and overtime now sure some of them were enjoying it but it was not it long term yeah you don't want to burn them out so again we sat down with an we told them our concern we told them that we knew for a fact that two people would definitely not do it and it was two people that played important roles in the company and it was tough And, and at that time Insperity, when I tell you we're on the phone with them two, three times a day just to make sure we got this right for liability reasons for the company, for making sure that we didn't completely turn employees (laughs) off and we didn't make people leave. That was our biggest concern was keeping our team members and also not violating anybody's, if the HIPAA was involved, whatever. So Insperity really hooked it up, helped us out a lot. And at some point in the middle of August, Insperity reached out and we came up with a vaccine policy. Was, we strongly encourage you to do it, and you may end up losing hours if we can't reroute you to get a full 40. And at that time, we were allowed to ask if anyone was going to get vaccinated. And that was all we were allowed to ask. So we asked, and we felt like out of the 50% of that was not going to get vaccinated. And so we kept moving back and forth with that, and was in the loop. And then we got about 10 more letters from customers about mandates coming down, and we realized that we weren't going to be able to employ anybody that wasn't vaccinated in in the foreseeable future. So sat down with Insperity again, asked about vaccine mandates, what we can do, back and forth trying to figure out ways to keep the service professionals that work for us that weren't against it. And at every chance, myself, director of operations and the rest of the management team, we just tried to figure out a way not to do it. And the only way not to do it was to lose customers, which then we would have to lose Team members, and, and at that point, it wouldn't become a option of okay, you're the best, you're the best employee, or you're the best service tech, or you've been with us for X amount of years. It would be are you vaccinated or unvaccinated as to how we would keep you because it's the only way to service clients. We started talking with Insperity in February about the possibility of vaccine mandates, and. We we just, it was all speculation. So, so big shout out to Insperity for really guiding us and answering all of our questions and even speaking team members that had concerns about the vaccination policy and everything like that. I had a great conversation with my sister the other day and she, she was like, what would you have done without Insperity? And I said, I think I'd be bald or gray if I didn't have Insperity. I, I don't really think I was raised and and have the mantra of i'll figure it out but i don't think i don't think it would have been as well planned or as well thought out as it was being able to have this hr team from insperity to help us as well as the team engagement people
2: have you seen when you uh, go out with your friends in the same business as we're in how are they managing
0: so Some of them, one person I know has 90% of their staff was already vaccinated. He does have an older staff, which is another issue that he's dealing with. We just spoke about it. He's, yeah, oh, my guys are vaccinated, but they're breaking down who's out with a hip replacement, who's out with a knee replacement, who who had a a heat stroke in the summer, whatever the case is. People in majority residential haven't really seen it yet. Our friend in Pennsylvania, is he's gotten some mandates sent to him. He's gotten a mandate on a Monday. Started to try and maneuver about it from one of his accounts. and on Wednesday they changed it, the, changed the mandate. But most of us, most of the people doing healthcare, they're, they're concerned about it. NPMA did a big, did a, a big webinar on this, and Rent the Kill was one of the companies that spoke, and they said they're not doing a vaccine mandate. I was a little disappointed with that webinar to be honest, because they didn't have anybody from New York City or California, which, if you follow anything on the news, or some of the. We're ground zero for everything, including mandates. So it would have been nice to see somebody from New York on there or California. But, yeah, people again ready for mandates. We saw a friend of ours at a golf outing on Wednesday, and he's not doing it yet. But they, they are they're working behind the scenes to get their guys vaccinated, talking to them. And keep in mind, everybody listening, that Insperity and us are going to be doing a, a Q&A and we need your questions. They could be COVID-related, they could be HR-related, they could be whatever, team engagement, but uh, we are sitting down with them again, and we're going to be going through a lot of what's going on in the current climate. Forget about COVID, the, the workforce. So now you have vaccine mandates, potentially, so you have to figure out who's vaccinated and who's unvaccinated and whether or not you can ask that when you are interviewing. So in the very beginning, you could ask it. Now, you're not sure you want to ask it. But if you have a vaccine mandate, you can tell them the company has a vaccine mandate. So it's just and the thing about COVID certainly in New York City and really the country is you kind of got to wake up every day and and see what's going on. What's new? Coming up
2: next time on Colony Confidential.
0: You know what actually might be fun, even for you and my team may not enjoy it maybe we'll put you back into your old role at some point two days a week QA yeah oh no they won't like that listen how about this and a QA I'll give you your own tablet and you it's all digital you just do check you do check good bad a scale of one to one to five what is this at and then you could type your own notes and when you send it it's automatic no uh, x-rated verbiage no come on so, funny you should ask that. There You have to be professional, but it goes to a box that we, that the service manager then looks at and correct and just make sure that it's uh, not you Who's know, that? negative. Who's that? Tom, Chris may look at it depending, but that actually might not be a bad idea for you to do some quality control stuff. Yeah, yeah. Just for fun. What's the pay? Uh, we'll talk about that. How you doing on cigars? I got a, I got a, just I got a lot
2: of cigars from a lot. I got cigars from Rick. Um, oh, man, going go on a
0: cigar fest too. You have to, nah, No vacations. QA. Not as a QA. You're brand new. You can't take a vacation until the first year is that's up. That's the end of that, job. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Mr. and Miss America, all the ships at sea. Ed Sheehan for Colony Confidential. You know, I've always said training never ends. In order to be successful, you have to keep learning. In my operations. There's nothing like learning on the go. Check out Nobi. It's a micro learning platform that delivers all your employee training, onboarding and community all in one place. Find it at Nobi.com. How do you spell Nobi? That's G-N-O-W-B-E.